Welcome to the Reliance Community Podcast. Worship with us on Sunday mornings at 9 o'clock or 10.45 a.m. We hope you're encouraged by today's message. Amen. Who is this fourth man? (laughs) I'll tell you who he is. He is Jesus. Do you know him? Do you know him? That's the question today. Do you know him? Man, I'm so excited. Today is Easter. Did you guys know that? Did you guys know today is Easter? Hey, can I, before we get going today, can, can I get you guys to stand up right here? Circuit Riders, yeah, right? Jake, you guys stand up. So I want to tell you guys, Friday night, Friday night, this coming up Friday, the Circuit Riders with YWIM, they're going to be on the parking garage at 6 p.m. What parking garage? We don't have one. So which, what? Downtown, but I want to miss it. These guys are going to, you can see it off of Kellogg. They're going to be up there leading worship all night, 6 p.m. You don't want to miss it. These guys are going to bring just the heart and the presence of Jesus. Amen? So, thank you guys. Trust me, they will tell you who this fourth man is. Amen? His name is Jesus. I'm going to tell you all through Scripture, everywhere, he is the deliverer. He is all over Scripture, and it's all about the Word was God. He was in the beginning, tells us, in the beginning was the Word. The Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him, and without him was nothing made that was made. It was life. Now, I don't know about you, but last year felt a little bit like death. Anybody feel a little death last year? Last year at this time, right now, everything was shut down. Last year, most pastors were staring into cameras trying to do an Easter meeting for families, but not this year. <laughs> because I'm going to tell you right now, Jesus, where kids were running all over and nothing's amen. And so we had our family resurrection party where kids were running all over and nothing screams Jesus loves you than full-size Snickers bars hitting kids in the face from 30 feet in the air. That's manna from heaven that comes with a crash. God redeems all things. We're here today, man, because God is bringing back his people to worship together. I'm telling you right now, man, there is something about this year, 2021, resurrection and life is coming and it's here. And so there's a stirring in the body of Christ. We've been saying this forever. There's purification that's happened in the body. 2020 was purification for the bride to rise up. This is where we're at. This is resurrection in life. There has been a word on my heart. Luke 19 has just been stirring in me. These last like six weeks, can't get away from it. Like, what are you doing, Lord, with this? And it's the word where Jesus is coming in to uh, Jerusalem. And as he's riding over, he stops on this hillside, and he looks out at Jerusalem, and he begins to weep. There's, he's just weeping, weeping. And here's what it says. <clears throat> he says, even you, even you had, if you only had recognized on this day the things that make for peace. He's weeping that the people don't know him. He's weeping that they don't see him. And then he talks a little bit, sets it up and says, things are going to come against you. Because you did not know me, things are going to come against you. But he says these words, and these words have been burned into my heart recently. Because you did not recognize, everybody say recognize, the time of your visitation from God. And I just think right now, this is the challenge on the church's hearts. This is the challenge on the people of God. Do we recognize the time of his visitation? Because I believe it's now. I believe today is the day of the Lord's favor. And so there's, this is a big deal. Do you recognize that from the time that you took your first breath, the Lord has been wooing you to him? And at the same time, the enemy's been whispering lies that you're not good enough. And there's been a battle, a cosmic battle for your soul. 
And Jesus would rip that open and declare victory through an empty tomb that death no longer holds you. Do you know him? Do you know him? This is the question of your life, not whether or not you get this job or go this direction. Do you know him? This is why so many in the book of Acts and then on forward, they simply testified and gave witness to the resurrected king. This was their mission. This was their ministry. Not do you know him that is he just an idea. Not do you know him like he's a character in a Bible that you read. Do you know that he's alive? Peter will testify. Men of Israel, three, they've just healed a crippled man. Peter will testify and he'll say, men of Israel, why do you wonder at this? Or why do you stare at us as though by our own power of piety we've made this man walk? The God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob, the God of our fathers glorified his servant Jesus. Listen to what he says. Whom you delivered over and denied in the presence of Pilate when he had decided to release him. But you denied the holy and righteous one and asked for a murderer to be granted to you. They cried out, give us Barabbas. Give us Barabbas. Look what he says. And you killed the author of life, but God raised him from the dead. You killed the author of life, but God raised him from the dead. And look what he says. To this we are, everybody say witnesses. This is our mission. We're testifying that we know him, that he is alive, that he is working, and that today is the day of his visitation. We're testifying to this today. This is why Paul says, if it seems like we're crazy, we are crazy. 2 Corinthians 5.13, if we're out of our mind, as some say, it's for God. If we're in our right mind, it's for you. For Christ's love compels us because we are convinced. Somebody say convinced. We are convinced that one died for all and therefore all died. And he died for all and those who live should no longer live for themselves, but for him who died for them and was raised again. His, it compels us. We're convinced. I believe him. I, I, I believe him. I know him. Do you know him? Do you know him? Every one of the gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, all tell of a resurrection of Jesus Christ. But I love John's account. In John chapter 20, I love John's account of the resurrection account. And do you know what you don't read in John, John's resurrection account? You don't read about Easter bunnies and eggs. Amen? Because they ain't going to save you. Okay? But you do read about Jesus. And so you see the women coming to the tomb of Jesus. They're going to wash his body. They're going to put spices on him. And what they find is they find that the tomb is empty. And they're freaked out. And many of them run back. But Mary Magdalene, it says, stays there and begins to fall on her knees. And she begins to weep. And two angels appear. And they begin to speak to Mary's heart. But in that moment, she's just still, she's in grief, and she's like, what's happened? Did they take his body? And she turns, and she sees a man that she believes to be a gardener. Oh, he's a gardener. Amen? Because this man is Jesus. And he's no longer in the tomb. And she's speaking to this man that she thinks a gardener, and the more that he speaks, all of a sudden her eyes begin to get open. I know him. He's Jesus. And she runs to Jesus, and it says she clings to his leg. But listen to what it says. She clings to his leg. And you know what Jesus tells her? Don't cling to me. I, don't, I think that's funny, right? Don't cling to me. I still have to go and be with the Father. 
He's like, I'm, I'm going to be with the Father. Here's what he says. You have a job. He's like, I know you want to cling to me, but you have a job. Look what he tells her. He says, go to my brothers and say to them, I'm ascending to my Father and to your Father. Somebody say, your Father. I'm ascending to my God and to your God. Somebody say, your God. So Mary runs back. She sees the disciples, and she doesn't talk about her angelic visit. She doesn't say, wow, the angels, they were bright and brilliant. It was beautiful. She doesn't talk about all the cool things that must have happened surrounding that moment. Mary runs back and she says the words that I think define your and I life today. These five words right here. She says, she announced to the disciples, I have seen the Lord. I've seen him and he's changed everything. He's not dead anymore. He's not in a tomb anymore. Those five words I think are the defining moment for you today. I have seen the Lord. I've seen him. I've seen him. She opened her mouth, and for the first time, the gospel came out of the resurrection power of Jesus Christ. Mary Magdalene, the first one who's preaching the gospel of a resurrected king. Come on. This is it right here. This is it. Mary Magdalene preaching the gospel of a resurrected king. Why? Because she had seen the Lord. I'm going to tell you right now, this should change everything for us. If Abraham Lincoln walked in today, how many of you guys would be a little jacked up in your heart right now? Come on, anybody? If Elvis walked into the building, not fake Elvis, real Elvis, walked into the building, how many of you guys would be like, well, that's peculiar? It would shake you to the core. Why? Because they're dead. But Jesus is alive. And he's stirring things, and how many of us are going, well, that's cool, let's, what, what, if, if, if Jesus, right here, resurrected Jesus, is alive and breathing, then everything in our life changes in this moment. Do you know him? Do you know him? I have seen the Lord. I've seen many times. I remember, I'd grown up in the church my whole life, 21 years old. I've told you this story so many times. I remember, I'd grown up in the church my whole life, daddy, pastor, all those things. I'd grown up in my church. I knew about God. But when I was 12, he came in and he spoke to me in my heart, ravished my soul, and I saw the Lord. He came in and he spoke to me in my heart. He showed me who he was. He loved me where I was at. And I could say, I have seen the Lord. This is why Mary and the 500 others, do you know him? Do you know him? This is why Mary and the 500 others who had seen Jesus after the resurrection, this is why they would give the rest of their life to testify about the coming of Jesus and his resurrection. This is what they would give themselves unto. Nothing else matters when you've seen the resurrected king. Nothing. So I'm asking you today, do you know a good character in a book? Do you know of a good theology, a good doctrine, a good idea? Or have you met the risen Savior of the universe? Because I'm wondering if there's a bunch of us sometimes that walk around and we've got a good idea of a good character in a book, but we don't know who he really is. Don't miss the day of the Lord's visitation. Today is the day of the Lord's salvation. Listen, church. In this room today, there are testimonies all over. If, if we gave a mic out and just said, just share your testimony. Remind us how you came to the Lord. We'd go all day long. We should do it. We'd go all day long. I almost said we'd cater in Chick-fil-A, but they're closed on Sunday. All right. So we would do it. We, 
You could go all day long because so many of you have a testimony how the Lord came in, met you for thousands of you, whatever. There will be so many testimonies, and this is what it was. For thousands of years, men and women have passed on. We bear witness. We've met the Lord. We've encountered the Lord over and over and over. This is the witness of what they carry. This is why we're not here for feel goods. We're not here for, oh, that was great music. We're, we are here to worship a resurrected king. That's what it's all about. That's it. He's the one who brought you through. He's the one who whispered into your ear, keep going. If you're wondering, do I know him? He's the one who spoke tenderly to your heart in your life, knew what was going on. He's the one who broke the chains. He is the one who killed depression in your life. He's the one who takes the anxiety and he throws it out. He's the one who lifts your heads. Do you know him? I want you to hear in just a moment some testimonies of three individuals. Just normal, end of just crazy life stories of how the Lord brought them up. And I love those stories. I love how God redeems them in their life, doing their business life and struggling through and trying to make it through. And you're going to uh, hear these testimonies today of these men and women. So today, hear these testimonies. Let it stir your heart for just a minute, if you would. So at 23, I was married, and during that time, I experienced two miscarriages. I always was just wondering why God put me through those challenges and those obstacles, and at the age of 26, I was divorced. Um, I started to question why I was put through the emotional, physical, and mental abuse for that time. Um, but I had overcome so much during that time as well and become so strong that I just knew that something was still missing. And during that time, I started attending church regularly every week, but I still felt a void of just something missing. And so as time went on, um, I met my husband, Damon, and seven months later during COVID, we were married and we were on a family vacation and uh, I had received the news that my ex-husband committed suicide two days after my wedding. Um, it was at that time that I really started to question why God would allow me to have such a happy time and then just crush it all within the same week. and. I really started to question the good of God and the greatness of God and every challenge that I had already overcome. Um, it led me to depression and um, I had dark times and being in a new marriage and come, overcoming every adversity, um, I just got to the point where I just didn't want to go on with life. And it, I, the things that I said and the things that I did I didn't care who I hurt. I didn't care the if my marriage ended. I didn't care um, about my family. And it was one time during the service about a month ago that um, Aaron had asked us, he had spoke about depression and asked us to do something bold. And Damon and I always sit in the front and um, he told us that if you are experiencing depression or anxiety and you want your chains broken, I'm asking for you to stand. And it took everything I had, but I stood in that moment. And in, in that moment, I felt all the hands extending um, 
towards me in prayer and I just broke down and every chain at that moment broke and I surrendered my depression, I surrendered every, every anxiety, every fear to him. And uh, since that moment, I have been a better wife. I've been a better daughter to God, to my parents. I've been a better mother to my two children. And I just praise God. And I know that from the moment uh, that I was born until the moment that I die, that God has already made that path. And he will make sure that Wherever I am, no matter what hill or valley I'm on, He will meet me there and He has written my path for me and He is more than willing to turn around and meet me wherever I'm at. And I just give all my praise and glory to Him. So leading into 2020, I really felt like I had it all together. Everything from business, personal life was just was going quite well. Um, business was growing and, and continued to grow and improve day after day. And then 2020 hit, and specifically COVID-19. Um, it, it led for a very stressful time in our life. Um, our business went from you know 100% and growing every day to uh, 75 plus percent of our of our business evaporated in in uh, days, weeks, and months. Um, being a 100% field service related company, it was it was a little bit scary to say the least, and. Um, kind of gets you to go from feeling like you have it all together to um, unsure what you're really doing, feeling like you're in control of everything to um, really feel like you're in control of nothing. And uh, I got invited to go on a, a ski trip from uh, a neighbor of mine, Derek Granfield, and uh, I thought, um, boy, that sounds like fun to get away and to go snow skiing and kind of forget about this mess for a little while. Um, so I accepted to go with him, and I thought we were going to snow ski. Um, and I think that we snow skied while we were there, but the majority of what I took away from it was um, being surrounded by, you know, 30-plus uh, brothers in Christ that really, um, really set me on fire to, to lean in and, and learn more and, and, quite honestly, activate my faith. Um, having grown up in a, in a church family's um, Christian Reformed Church for... Uh, since I was born, um, I knew about God. I knew about um, about the Bible. I knew about everything. Went to a Christian school, Christian high school, um, but really didn't didn't connect. I understood what faith meant, um, but really didn't didn't follow. Um, so, honestly, when when I was asked to go on the ski trip, um, the first night was a little bit uncomfortable. Um, the next night got more comfortable, and, and by the end, I mean, I was, I was all in and uh, uh, truly activated. Coming back, um, it's, it has been, honestly, been difficult to keep that same fire alive, um, but I've been included in this church family significantly already um, through men's Bible study every Thursday morning and, and softball league and everything, and, and honestly, we, we went from being... Um, Believers that kind of went through the motions and didn't really activate outside of, of Sunday morning to feeling like a, a family that is, is really leaning in, um, studying the Bible um, together in the evenings and, and really leaning in to, to embrace what we're called to do. Um, still working on taking that and applying that into um, our business here. 
Um, our business continues to, to improve and uh, stabilize and, and uh, succeed going forward. And, and um, I truly believe that us working to center it uh, more around um, the teachings of the Bible and, and really through faith is what, what we're called to do. Yeah, if you, if you asked me a year ago, I would have told you I identify with being a CEO, an entrepreneur, somebody who's really, if you asked me today, I would tell you after um, you know, what I've been through in the past you know, 12 to 14 months, I, I would tell you I am a father, I'm a husband, um, I'm not always doing the best at those things, I'm trying, um, and I'm a son of God and I just happen to be an entrepreneur and the things that I, I take away from those things and, uh, and apply to my daily life are, are changing me. For the longest time, I, I felt uh, like I wanted uh, a connection. Uh, I think we all do at some, some point in our lives when just wanting something uh, you know, bigger than us to take over. For anyone that, that kind of feels like they're on an island, uh, I've been there, especially this last uh, 2020. What a nightmare, you know, with COVID and everything else. It, it really kind of separated, um, it separated a lot of people, um, whether that being uh, family, uh, marriages. I know a lot of marriages failed in that time, including mine. But it's... Uh, you know, the, you know, Easter Sunday is definitely ability to. It it, it definitely uh, gives us the ability to know that we're not alone, that we are at any given time that we can be resurrected as you know, as as a new person with a new life, a new future. Uh, we are not alone. None of us are, as long as we uh, lean in, as long as we accept. And as long as we, uh, we're confident that, you know, we're not broken, we're, we're not, we're, we're good, we're loved, you know. We are loved, truly loved, so. Um, I was lucky enough to be invited to a men's retreat, um, and that was the moment. I had been going to a church prior uh, for a couple years, and and just really wasn't feeling that the, that deep sense of connection to to our Father, to to uh, to Jesus. But um, that that night changed everything. Um, it was uh, outside, uh, a beautiful night, bonfire under the stars. Just it was just so beautiful. It was over 60 men uh, of reliance and, and just bonding and an amazing evening um, of worship. Uh, and just bonding and connection. And that was the uh, starting point for me. Um, it fast forward through some men's breakfasts and uh, more participation. Uh, it, it didn't take long before uh, I just felt like I wanted, I wanted to be a part of something bigger. Um, and, and I really felt like something was taken over my heart it wasn't all at once, uh, it was more of a slow burn, uh, but uh, I found myself uh, seeking uh, Bible study, prayer groups, uh, any and everything I could. I was uh, just constantly here. I almost felt like uh, maybe I was here too often, but um, really getting into the, the living word and, and scripture and, and really learning the Bible for the first time was uh, very exciting to me. Um, it felt very organic. It, it just felt right. Um, 
you know, I, my past has been kind of, I don't know, everybody has a past, everybody has been, you know, through some, some stuff, but I uh, don't really have much family to speak of, but I, I sure do now. Um, so the brothers and sisters that I've met, friends, family that I have now, it's been, you know, just life changing. But uh, outside of just reliance and in this church, um, I feel like I have purpose now. I feel like I have honestly uh, a greater a greater purpose. You know, I I, I belong uh, to to God. I mean, you know, Jesus is definitely in my heart. Um, you know, it's it's cliche, but it is. There's no better way to describe it than my heart's on fire. You know, we're protected. We're chosen. Uh, we're redeemed um, by His love, uh, by the love of Jesus, and. Um, just know that, you know, we're not alone as long as we just keep having the faith and as long as we keep, uh, you know, finding the joy in, in our spirituality, uh, in our walk with Jesus. Uh, it's, uh, it's a beautiful thing. Amen. I love one of the things he said was some, something was taking over my heart. Oh, someone was taking you. You were rock bottom down. I, maybe you have that crazy story, and I love it. You, you were rock bottom down here, and maybe, maybe that was your story, or maybe your story is similar to, to theirs. Like I love what Heather said, like God met her in her brokenness, and she met Jesus. I like, I like what Nate said. I was in pursuit of business. This is what I was. I thought this is who I was. I had an identity crisis. And God met him and showed him he's a son. And then for Dawn, Dawn's going, I felt alone and, and, and lost and just felt like I was isolated doing this thing on my own. And God met him in community. I don't know where your heart is at, but I can promise you this. I can promise you this, you can leave saying, I have seen the Lord, because he wants to meet you where you're at. There's a word in Revelation 12, 10, we hang on this all the time around here, we love it. But John, the revelator says, I heard a loud voice from heaven saying, now salvation and strength and the kingdom of our God, and look what he says, and the power of his Christ have come. Somebody say, have come. For the accuser of the brethren, Satan, who accused them, us, before our God night and day, has been cast down. Amen? Has been cast down. The accuser has been cast down. So why are you standing accused? Look what he says. And they overcame him by the blood of the Lamb. Jesus first, always first. Jesus first, always first. By the blood of the Lamb and the word of their, everybody say testimony. And they did not love their lives to that, to, to, to death. So here's what he's saying here. You have a testimony that's stirring inside of you. And that testimony is supposed to be shared with other people so that they can know life. Amen. So they can know this resurrection of Jesus that we're talking about. And I'm telling you, there's a trade. When we come to Jesus, there's always this trade thing that he does. He gives us he gives his life for us that we can know life. He takes our brokenness and he gives us wholeness. He takes our defeat, he gives us victory. He takes our sickness, 
He gives us wellness. He takes our old life. He gives us new life. And today, that can be for you. Thanks for listening today. If you want to find out how to get involved, go to reliancecommunity.org.